What is up guys, it is Quinn here, and in this video, we're gonna be running through the weekly injury report. So going through the players who are questionable, doubtful, and then some of the guys who have already been ruled out heading into week five, just kind of going through the important players, the fantasy relevant options. If you guys enjoy the video, you guys know the drill, hit that like button. If you are still not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. And then if you guys have any last minute fantasy questions, start sits, trades, whatever it is, you guys can drop those down below and I'll get back to every single person. But let's start off by talking about some of the players who are questionable heading into, I guess, Sunday or Monday. And we're going to start it off here with Isaiah McKenzie. Now, this is actually pretty interesting because he's dealing with a concussion. McKenzie has been a guy who's actually given you, you know, decent fantasy production. But every week on like the waiver wire video, I'm always talking like it's probably unsustainable. He doesn't have the slot roller locked down. It's like a 50-50 with him and Crowder. If McKenzie is able to play this game and is 100%, Jamison Crowder is going to be missing a significant amount of time with a broken ankle. So McKenzie could slot right into a very, very solid role in this offense. So honestly, like if you're in a deeper league, I wouldn't hate McKenzie as a start if he is good to go. Now, if he's somewhat banged up, we could see Khalil Shakir kind of slide in there, kind of take some of Crowder's snaps. But if McKenzie can lock down that slot role, I'm talking like, 70 80 percent route participation he's going to be looking like a great fantasy option moving forward we have david montgomery who is questionable with that ankle injury obviously if david montgomery misses this game you're going to be firing up khalil herbert as like a solid back end running back to play like fringe top 24 guy i truly do believe that if montgomery plays it's really going to muddy this backfield and i guess montgomery would be a start but i could see this being like a 70 30 split 60 40 and in a bears offense that's probably not going to put up a ton of points it's not exactly a great spot to be in especially when the passing volume is so low probably going to be limited receiving opportunities for these guys so i think it's a lot clearer if david montgomery is out you fire up uh, khalil herbert if montgomery's playing you know it's going to be a situation that will monitor heading into sunday then we have amon ra who is dealing with an ankle injury he missed uh, week four Looks like he has a shot at returning here in week five. If he's playing, you're obviously going to be firing him up. And I think it probably just has a big impact on Jared Goff, right? Like Jared Goff with Amon Ra, I view much higher than Jared Goff without him. And you know, you guys may be coming to me saying, well, look what he did last week. Come on, we can't be expecting that, you know, missing Swift, who I'm going to get to, missing a guy like Chark. We can't be expecting them to do that, you know, with TJ Hawkinson and Josh Reynolds every single week. And we also have Josh Reynolds dealing with an ankle injury. I don't know what's up with these uh, Detroit Lions ankles, but it's like all their top skill position players are dealing with the exact same thing. So Reynolds is someone who's probably not super relevant, but maybe if Amon Ra is out, you know, you're in a very deep league, 16, 18, 20 team league, then he's someone you could probably throw into your lineup. We've got Jacoby Myers dealing with that knee injury still. He's an interesting option because I do think he's a solid play in a normal week with Mac Jones in the lineup. But this whole new thing, like rookie quarterback, he's banged up. It does make him a lot less appealing to start, even if he does play this week. If he's out, I'm still not you know, throwing any of these other Patriots wide receivers into my lineup. Then we have Alvin Kamara, who has missed two games so far this season, still dealing with that rib issue. I would like to say I think he's going to play this week. Obviously, I'm not totally locked in on that. I just talked about him in my like time to panic video, talking about some players who have been like early season busts, but I do think Alvin Kamara can definitely bounce back. And if he is active for this game, I'm not going to shy away from throwing him into my lineup. 
We've got two more studs from uh, the same team, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, both on the injury report. Tyreek Hill with a quad, Jalen Waddle with a groin. If active, both of these guys are obviously locked in starts. So kind of just a situation we'll have to monitor. It's not exactly some like detailed breakdown we need here because if Hill is out, it's not like we're starting another wide receiver. Same thing with Waddle. We're probably not starting Teddy Bridgewater anyway, unless it's like super flex or like a crazy large league. So really it's like check on Sunday. Is he playing? If he is, he's in your lineup. If he's out, obviously find a replacement. Over to the Buccaneers. We actually have a pretty limited Buccaneers injury report. Remember week like two, three, it's like Evans, Godwin, Fournette, Julio, Perriman. You just had the entire roster on the injury report, at least all like the skill positions. Now it's just Julio Jones here still dealing with that knee injury. I still believe Julio is someone who can be relevant down the stretch. Obviously, he's not playable right now, but I think in best ball leagues, he's still someone I'm happy to have on a lot of my rosters. If you're in a deeper league, I still think he's someone you know you can hold on to Um, Just kind of wait for that end of the season stretch. But in terms of starting him, he's going to have to show he can stay on the field. And when he's on the field, he's also going to have to show that he can produce. We saw some nice flashes in week one, but unfortunately injuries have really kind of hindered him moving forward. Over to the uh, Cowboys, we have two of their, you know, solid positional players. C.D. Lamb dealing with a groin, Tony Pollard with a sickness. From what I've seen today, it doesn't seem like either of these are overly serious injuries. So if C.D. Lamb's playing, you're obviously firing him up. Tony Pollard is someone I'd like to be avoiding at this spot, but maybe you went 0RB, hero RB. He's someone you need to throw into your lineup. I think he's like a back-end running back three at this point. Over to the Bengals, we have T. Higgins dealing with an ankle injury. I really hope T. Higgins is like good to go this week. He just is a player who has been really strong to start off this season Everyone kind of just threw him behind Jamar Chase. I don't think they gave him the appropriate respect. And he's been putting up solid production despite dealing with injuries. I believe he had a concussion early on in the season, got hit in the head again, you know, had to sit out, you know, like a few plays, now dealing with an ankle. Hopefully he will be good to go because I think he's a locked in top 10 wide receiver moving forward. Now going into two quarterbacks who are currently listed as doubtful, we've got Mac Jones with the Patriots, kind of alluded to him when I was talking about Jacoby Myers. Really, I don't think this has a crazy impact on anyone because it's not like Mac Jones was, you know, this fantasy relevant option, or it's not like he was feeding any of these wide receivers. It's probably a slight downgrade for a guy like Jacoby Myers. But overall, in this Patriots offense, you want to be starting Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris, especially in their matchup this week. But other than that, you know, you'd hope to be fading the rest of their options. And then the other quarterback here is Jameis Winston, still dealing with like back slash ankle injuries. Honestly, it kind of seemed like they were going to let him play through it, and then he really struggled, so it's like, all right, might as well let him heal up here. I don't know if this has a massive implication on any of their pass catchers, but we will get into another Saints player in the out section, and let's actually jump into the players who have been ruled out. So looking at that London game, we saw Kadarius Toney, Wondell Robinson, and Kenny Galladay. All those dudes have been ruled out. Basically, like the two dudes on there, Kadarius Toney, Wondell Robinson, Those are the players that I think, you know, could give you some sort of spark down the stretch. You know, like they have Sills, they have Richie James. We don't want to be playing those dudes in the lineup. Like if there were going to be wide receivers, we'd be interested in long-term. It would be Tony. It would be Wondell Robinson. So it's unfortunate we're not going to be seeing those dudes. We see Dawson Knox is out of this game dealing with a foot slash hamstring injury. In my opinion, he's not someone who's been startable basically since week one. But, you know, maybe you're still holding them on as like a fringe option. 
he will not be going. Some rough news here with Keenan Allen and that hamstring. I remember this whole thing started out in week one where I believe they had a Thursday night game. So it's like, all right, he probably won't play in that Thursday night game, but he'll be good to go heading into week three. Then they rule him out for week three, and then it's like, all right, he's going to be a game time decision here, and it just keeps on getting prolonged, prolonged. So he is still out. This is going to be his fourth game missed with that hamstring. He's someone I have on a lot of my rosters, so definitely unfortunate there. I still think once he comes back, he's going to be you know, a very solid fringe wide receiver one, but it's definitely a little bit concerning, especially like an older wide receiver. Maybe it's you know a little tougher for him to kind of get back from this injury, but someone you're obviously still keeping on your roster and will be ready to fire up when he does return. For the Lions, we have DeAndre Swift, who's out shoulder slash ankle injury. I think more emphasis on the shoulder. You know, this is kind of something we expected. We saw Dan Campbell come out, say, you know, he could kind of use the two weeks off. Obviously, week four was the first week. Week five is the second one. I believe they have a week six bye. So I'd be expecting DeAndre Swift back in your lineup in week seven. And then I think I already mentioned it, but DJ Chark on that same team out with an ankle. For the Saints, we have Michael Thomas out again with that foot injury. Really unfortunate here for MT. You know, he had all the injury problems, the ankle issues over the last, what, like two, three seasons? Might have been two seasons. And then he finally gets back, looks really good through two weeks. Now he's dealing with this brand new injury here. So hopefully he'll get back. I do think this means Chris Olave is a very strong wide receiver to play. I think he's a locked in top 24. I think you can make an argument for top 20. And he's going to continue to have an opportunity to ball out in this offense. He'd probably be better suited with Jameis just in terms of like the overall volume. But I still think he's talented enough to produce with a guy like Andy Dalton. Over to the Dolphins, you know, we have Tua here out with a concussion. Not exactly a surprise after that very gruesome hit he took. Good thing, you know, he's getting the rest. We already talked about the wide receivers, Hill, Jalen Waddle. So it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater for this team. You're not starting Bridgewater in your lineups. Some more unfortunate news here, Kyle Pitts dealing with a hamstring injury. He has already been ruled out of the game against the Bucks. So for Kyle Pitts owners, kind of brutal here because you just went from like poor production to now he's not even playing. And you kind of would have been hoping to see some progress. I did think this was going to be a decent matchup against the Bucks, just because I thought they were going to be trailing. They were going to have to throw the ball. Unfortunately, we will not see him play. Just kind of piling on to the fact that he has not been a great pick so far. Then we've got some uh, back-to-back rookie wide receivers. Traylon Burks out with a toe injury. Also really unfortunate here for Burks. He was someone who was really starting to ascend into that starting role. You know, he had two solid games with limited opportunities. Then he got the shot, didn't exactly produce, gets injured the next game. Now he's missing time. Hopefully he'll be able to get back and still kind of make his case to be a really strong rookie pick. Jahad Dotson out with a hamstring injury. This was expected earlier in the week. We saw Ron Rivera come out, say Dotson, you know, probably in line to miss one to two weeks. He is someone who's been a very solid fantasy asset, you know, through the first four weeks of the season. A little touchdown dependent, but for a rookie, like just getting any production out here is impressive. I think you still roll with Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin as solid wide receiver threes, but there's not another like wide receiver like a Deami Brown that I'm now elevating into like starter potential. Now we've got some kickers here. Jake Elliott for the Eagles has been ruled out with an ankle. And then I don't think Harrison Butker has been ruled out, but he's been dealing with that ankle injury. Forgot to throw him in there on the uh, questionable section. So we'll see if he goes. We just don't have the actual designation because the Chiefs play on Monday night. So we should be getting that, I guess, the day that this does come out. 
And then we've got Dak Prescott, the final player here, out with that thumb injury. It seemed like he, you know, was trying to play this week. It's not going to happen. It looks like uh, week six will be the new target for him. Honestly, week six, week seven, whenever he gets back, it's going to be great news for CeeDee Lamb. It's definitely going to be good news for Zeke Pollard. Just kind of going to raise the tide of this entire offense, even though Cooper Rush has come in and done, you know, an admirable job. For fantasy, he's not exactly going to be giving you these top tier producers. He's just kind of grinding it out for the actual NFL team. But those are the uh, week five injuries. Any questions, drop those down below. As always, thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.